Back to some nice old American whiskey. Back over is having a little bourbon tonight. It's yeah. a good thing. Good stuff. You know, Sammy, you have the swagger of Andre 3000. You're damn right I do. You know why? Why is that? Because you can shake it like a Polaroid picture. Let's start the show. Yeah, it's all in the hips, baby. Hello and welcome to the Drunkard United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is the swaying, swaggery Samuel Graham. That's right. How you doing? Uh, you know what? I like football a lot this week. So do I. <laughs> it was a good week for our teams. Absolutely, it was. No, my lord, thank God. <laughs> we are recording at Studio H just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher, too. If you like us, please subscribe, rate us, and please share on social media, and uh, recommend it to a few of your friends who are uh, into the EPL as well. If you have a question, you can contact us. Contact us, sorry. Sammy, tell the uh, good people how they can get in touch with us. Sure. We are at DU Football Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and then DUFootballShow at gmail.com uh, to get in touch with emails. Very good. And a few people uh, reached out this week, too. So They did. Very they absolutely nice. did. Uh, During the games as well, which I liked. That was yeah, a lot love of fun. Yeah, love that. Love that. Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirits industry, both have a deep, passionate love for distilled spirit. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every show. Samuel, what are we drinking tonight? Uh, so we've got James E. Pepper, 1776 bourbon, which comes in at 100 proof. Uh, Colonel James E. Pepper was a real guy who opened his distillery in 1780. He's one of the oldest whiskey distilleries in Kentucky. He was credited with uh, proposing the, quote, bottle and bond designation laws. Uh, he's also credited with the invention of the famous old-fashioned cocktail while hobnobbing with the New York elite at the Waldorf Astoria Hotel. It's going to run you about $35 to $37.99 on the shelf. Um, and the new owner, fun fact, just reopened the distillery in Lexington, becoming the only operational distillery in that town, So, uh, as most everybody else has gone to Louisville. Yeah, so um, when he was hobnobbing, it was like the Rockefellers, the Carnegies, the the Pabst, the Tiffany's. The men like, who built America. <laughs> the people who built America. Yeah. It's a great little bourbon, isn't it? It is. Very good. All right, Sammy, let's have a great show. Yeah, you too. Alrighty, let's get into the games. I know you think we're all going to bitch about the special one to open the show. But no. Jose has not got that kind of power over us. We're going <laughs> to talk about games, and we had a great one. Chelsea won. Liverpool won. Man, what a match. Sammy, what you think? It was a very good match. Fairly even. Chances at both ends of the field. I do think that Liverpool had the better of the chances. Uh, Shakiri, Firmino uh, both come to mind that they both probably should have scored. Um, but Eden Hazard did have a few chances himself um, besides the one that he put away, which was a brilliant goal. Uh, Kovacic really put that through ball perfectly weighted. Wasn't uh, Didn't even have to break his stride running onto it. And a pinpoint shot. Although, Allison got fingertips to it, and much like a wide receiver in football, if you can get your hands on it, you should be saving it. Yeah, yeah, you should be able to get it wide. So I do think he should have done better. Now, his momentum was going to the right side. He had to dive back across. It was a little out of his reach, and it was a inch-perfect shot. Um, and coming at him at pace and bouncing. So there are a lot of factors at play, but I do think Allison could have done better with that. So do you think where there was the dominant play, you know, quote-unquote, from Liverpool, do you think maybe it was a little bit of gamesmanship, Chelsea being Chelsea, kind of, uh, you know, pack it in a little, mess with you, slow you down, play an ugly game? Because Chelsea will play an ugly game. Liverpool doesn't like to play an ugly game. Yeah, they can, but sorry, as he showed with Napoli the last few seasons, he does like to go <laughs> forward, he does like to have the ball and and try to hit teams and, and, um, and really control the play. Uh, so I don't know that he necessarily would have set up that way. That being said, Liverpool is so good going forward. I do think they remained a little compact at the back. Um, but Mo Salah shot at an open goal, had a, had a defender, Rudiger, I think it was, cleared it off the line. Firmino had an open header uh, that David Luiz cleared off the line. Shakiri took a nap and put his shot wide because he doesn't really deserve to be in the Liverpool team in the first place, in my opinion. <laughs> that looked like a Huddersfield striker running at goal. Um so I, I do think now Hazard was one on one and Allison saved well from that later on mm -hmm. uh, in that match. 
Um, I do think on a different day, Liverpool does win that game, uh, and we'll see what happens when it goes back to Anfield. This was their first real test, um, and they've got another one coming up quick that we'll talk about later uh, against City. That that leads me into a couple of questions for you. Um, for Liverpool, bit of a wake-up call? You know, they were you know cruising along, winning every game. Chelsea beats them in a controversial uh uh, match with the uh, with the league cup in the middle of the week yeah. with a, a oh that, to be call. fair both teams made eight changes or so for the weekend so right but still you know you're, you're still playing the same team again you see your first loss of the season and get exited out of the cup yep. and then you come into the bridge and you you know play a team that was ready for you and not intimidated yeah and were ready to I mean, Chelsea still full Chelsea Chelsea thinks they're the <laughs> One of the three contenders for the well, title. Yeah, and after this, they'll be encouraged, absolutely, um, uh, by this performance. They, you know, at home, they played very well. They, they were solid. They played together. They trusted each other. And, uh, and you know, that's always going to do good things for you. So really, away from home in the top six, you're really just trying to get a draw. Right. You maybe nick a game or so uh, here or there uh, throughout the season. But you're really trying to draw. And then at your place... Is yeah, it's, where it's called you going go for it's it. called going to Arsenal and nicking nicking a win. Okay, piss off me. <laughs> yeah. Um I here here's a couple of thoughts. I I wanted to get I'll get to Hazard in a second. Um I think we're so impressed with what Liverpool's defense has been mm-hmm. that we forget that three of the four players are really darn young. Yeah, they are still very young. Uh Trent Alexander Arnold Gomez and um uh the Scottish boy Robertson. Yeah, yeah the yeah, captain yeah. of Scotland. Yep. Yeah, they 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 showed Which speaks they sh- a lot to Scotland's problems, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> they showed they showed a little bit of timidness. Um, I I think we were so wrapped up in expecting the front three of Liverpool to cause fits to the midfield of Chelsea mm-hmm. that we forgot that those two outside wingers, you know, Willian and then Hazard, which I'm going to get to now. You know, I mean, they caused them a lot of trouble. And flat out, I mean, is is Hazard the best player in the EPL? Because he sure as hell playing like he is. It's it's hard to say the best player because positions are so different and everything else. But he is definitely the best attacking player in the Premier League right now, for sure. He's, um, people are scared of him. It's you know whenever he comes up against you, he can kill you. Uh, I'd say the best defender in the league. You know, totally different skill set, apples to oranges to compare them. Is Virgil Van Dyke? Problem was he wasn't always covering Eden Hazard uh, at the weekend, and you know. Hazard gave the young kids a, a, a bit of an issue. Well, and the beauty of um, Hazard and then um, Chelsea as a whole and what Sorry's Sar- doing is Hazard's allowed to go from any part of the field. Yeah, he's kind of he got a free roll. wherever yep. the heck he wants. And, yep. you know, William sees that and immediately switches over. Or, you know, if it's Giroud up top, he'll slide in behind if Hazard's starting to pit- pinch a little bit more up top. And they just, they move very well around him. And, uh He's scoring a ton of goals. He's getting assists. He does it from every single angle. I mean, it's really hard to to not debate that he is, if not the, one of the best players currently right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's absolutely one of the best attackers in the Premier League, for sure. He's one of the best wingers, midfielders, false nines, whatever position he's playing that day. He's definitely one of the best, you know, forward-thinking players in the league. All right, real real simple, yes or no. I say yes. We'll see what you have to say. Is this a three-team race? Yes. Yeah, now it, absolutely it is. is. But, and really, to be honest with you, until um, some more of the top six go up against each other, because really, Chelsea and City played us. They haven't had another test yet until these two weekends. You might see with now Liverpool dropping points and Chelsea dropping points, Arsenal got a win at the weekend, Spurs got a win at the weekend. There's a lot of teams in that top six that are only separated right now by two or three points. Yeah, it's you a could, lot closer than, yeah, than you think it would be. Now, granted, every City doesn't really have a weakness, doesn't really look like Liverpool has a, a, a super exploitable weakness at the moment either. Um Arsenal, how, for instance, their defense is still crap. You know, you can still get at them. And yeah. I think that later on in the season, you'll see that distance start to creep in with teams like that. Um, and Spurs, uh, we'll come on to in a minute, it looked knackered again. I mean, they were just very leggy, and uh, and it was terrible. So I think you'll see that distance start to start to create itself in a bit. But, you know, if we play the right team on the, on the <laughs> same weekend that – the other two big boys have each other, and they drop points. We have a chance, you know, I, to nip uh, it, at least nip in back to the top four. So, so I had told you um, when 
before the season had started, we were just kind of doing our predictions and talking. Yeah. And remember I said to you, I was like, watch Chelsea quietly finish in second place, yeah. and we're all going to wonder how the hell they did it. Yeah. This is exactly what Chelsea does. Yeah, it's exactly. assuming you don't realize it. Well, th- and the next thing you know, you're like, oh, wow, they're, they, like, the two years ago when they won the title, you're just like, oh, wow, they just won the title. How? Yeah. And um, to another point, uh, teams like Arsenal, United at the moment, um, Tottenham, looking at these two go head-to-head, and uh, this coming weekend with City and Liverpool, the intensity of these of these matches and what it means to these players and the things that they're pulling out of their locker um, should scare them. I mean, they're a drawer above at the moment, yep. uh, those three clubs. And you're going to see them duke it out the whole way of the season. Most of the top clubs did the biz this week, and they all did it in a very professional 2 0 manner. City beats Brighton 2 0, Arsenal beats Watford 2 0. Tottenham beats Huddersfield, 2-0. Sammy, City, let's start with them. Oh, the, they train, sh- the training game that happened at the Etihad at the weekend. Hey, they just seem to keep going and going. And and here's, here's the interesting thing. It's not who doesn't – who does score. It's who doesn't score right. on the – I yeah. mean – Everyone scores. If you hone in on Aguero, somebody else, Sterling's going to beat you. Sané, Sané, suddenly he's back in good favor again. Yep. He's going to beat you. Silva's going to beat you. Uh, Bernardo is going to beat you. I just uh, Gabriel is going to beat you. Yep. Like it just they. They've got so many weapons. Morris, they all score. Like not a little. They all score, yeah. and they score and even a the lot. defenders get in on it too. <laughs> yeah, uh, from time to time. Well, I remember Kyle Walker strike a few weeks ago, and the Ports had a header or two. Fernandino taking shots from like 25 yards yeah. out, and I mean ripping them. Yeah, it, it just, they have so many weapons. It, it's hard to see a weakness in that team. Um, but, you know, again, Liverpool beat them three out of four times last year. Um, and when you got somebody coming off the bench like Daniel Sturge and that goal of the season contender he laid on uh, to, to tie that game we up. We didn't mention that. That was a sick goal. A, a like peach. If you put it an inch one way. Hits Kepa the crossbar. Yeah, and it's the other way. way. It goes wide. Yeah. If it's an inch down, Kepa gets to it. Like, yeah. I, I mean, you literally couldn't have placed it more perfect, but we're talking City, so no, let's get right. back to that. Uh, I'm just saying that, that the way that they dominated them in the press last year, three out of four times, yeah. this game may make or break the season, um, especially oh, because they're at Anfield. Up, oh, absolutely. Yeah, especially because they're at Anfield. So you're getting that home match out of the way, which means you have to travel to the Etihad later on, and that's not an easy place to go when they got a trophy in their eyes. Um, in their in their sights, you know, you uh, have to get three. I mean, this Liverpool can't tie this match. They have to get three. Yeah, they have to get three at Anfield if they want to win the title. They have to get three at Anfield. Correct. And so this one, um, the City Brighton, basically a training game. It, City had eighty percent possession, somehow only managed eight shots on target. But they had almost seven hundred more touches and six hundred and fifty more passes. It was all one way traffic, and there was nothing Brighton could do. It was they mustered one shot on target. So. Huddersfield loses by four. Cardiff loses by four. Fulham loses by four. Brighton only lost by two. Yeah, and they're and I I, I say credit to them. They knew exactly what they had to do. And and I, this team, honestly, for me, they impress. And I know they're not going to be anything more than a tenth or eleventh place team. But what they're doing, and we talked about it last week. I'm a color me enamored. I like how they're playing football, and they. You know, despite the fact that they're only on five points and in 15th place right now, I feel safer about that team than teams in front of them. But with as bad as Huddersfield and Cardiff have been, you really have five or six clubs vying for that one last relegation spot. So these goal difference is going to matter, you know, and only holding City to to two could prove huge at the end of the season. So uh, like I hinted at earlier, uh, Leroy Sané back Mm -hmm. in the lineup. Uh, do you just think it was Pep just gave him a kick in the pants? Could and, be. And yeah. There was because there's been rumor that Sane doesn't always train very hard. Yep. Um, and that he might have been a little out of shape, and that's why he got. Yeah, and you also saw it last season with Sterling, who played a majority of the first half of the season, and mm-hmm. then uh, uh, Bernard Silva came in. Mm-hmm. Bernardo Silva came Bernardo, in. Yeah. Uh, at the end uh, there, and he played the last eight or nine games or ten games, whatever it was, in the build up. 
Um, so he does rotate the squad a lot, and he's got a lot of world-class players to keep happy. Um, it, it's a luxury that not many managers in this league have. True. Now, the um, with, with Sané, I, there's just something about his width and what he adds his to a match. Is phenomenal. It's, his speed is phenomenal. It's absolutely insane. And he, you, I've, I remember watching him play a game against Everton last season where he just stood right on the touchline. Like that wide, yeah. And they put balls up in the air, and he'd bring down every single one, yep. and just got cut right down the line. Touch. Yeah, and just I, it's to, to think that you have to, as an outside back, worry about a guy that wide. It leaves miles and miles <laughs> of space behind you, and yep. God forbid you don't get the tackle on him, and he gets by you. You're in trouble. He's you're, a lethal finisher screwed. as well. It's over. Yeah. It, it's, he's a lethal it's finisher. You're, you are completely screwed. And he's a, a decent passer of the ball. I mean, that was not an easy pass to Sterling no. for the opening goal. Nope. Um, cutting across between in that perfect spot between the defense that's running towards their own goal, the goalkeeper who's coming out to try to cut it off. So you have two clunky defenders, you know, trying to do something with this ball. A lot of chances that we'll talk about in the Arsenal game, how a whipped cross like that could get put in your own net yep. uh, with what happened to Cathcart. Um, and then you have a, a finisher of, of for club at least, of Sterling's quality. Uh, not an issue. Not so much for it country. Tucks that right away. A lot of problem doing it for country. Yeah, like I said, this was a training game for City. It, mm-hmm. Brighton was never going to do anything away from home. They they normally don't. Right. Um, and City just dominated. I'm s- truly surprised they didn't get more. So um, on to the next one, as you uh, just alluded to. Arsenal 2, Watford 0. Um, kind of exactly the same game as the week before. Uh, yeah. Watford really took it to Arsenal in the first half. And uh, uh, my boy uh, Isaac uh, Yaihe uh, did not have great success as he missed a uh, open you, netter. You beat me to it. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> look, look, I'm uh, that, that dude, I'm telling you, that name's my one seat now. I'm going to be listening to ways to drop his name into every single pod. <laughs> Right. He <laughs> hopefully he plays every week. Um is still too many chances given up by Arsenal, but it was a seventh win in a row in all competitions, and that I'll take. Uh the confidence of the forward line is still gonna be growing. Um Lacazette looked busy. He looked into it and he looked involved. Um and he's the one that got across Cathcart to put him off for the goal. Right. Uh that Iwobi swung the cross in. Uh he also was crossed it? the ball from Mesodozil after Iwobi passed it to him a little wide. Yeah. Uh, and a tidy finish by Ozil as well. Sent the keeper the wrong way. Excuse me, and beat him I, near post, which is great. Could, I could have finished that. That's all you right. Could have finished. Your daughter could have finished. Correct, that. but you still got to do just it. Tell, I'm telling you, it's a very ordinary. But finish you still got to do it. I'm I'm so glad Katie Lang showed up. For the match. <laughs> you it was still really got to do it. Uh, <laughs> that's why you play the games. Um, Lacazette really should have done better from that one-on-one chance where he chipped and went wide. Uh, and what I was going to say was uh, Bird Leno, after he came on, after the Petr Cech injury, had an immediate impact uh, when he saved from close range from Troy Deeney off the free kick uh, after that touch um, mm-hmm. that he got in the box, which he should have never gotten. Shit defense. Right. Um, but Bird Leno did do enough. He came out uh, quickly and did enough to put off success, who had just as much success as Lacazette did with his attempted chip. <laughs> Uh, in that he put it wide and went out for a goal oh, kick. Look at you which trying to be all witty trying, in your yeah, writing. Well, that's what I was trying to do, and then you beat me to it. So I just wanted to get that in anyway. <laughs> um, so, but uh, but that was it. I mean, it, it kind of straightforward. Another professional result, and yes. you know, we still have the obvious problems. So, um, yeah, yeah, and well, the obvious problems is you're giving up a lot of opportunities, a lot of and, chances. Yeah, as you and I yelled at each other last week about it. I'm sorry, kid. Like, some of these better clubs are going to make you pay. Yep. You're going to find yourself in a hole if you keep playing this game. Absolutely. You know, you can't have – great. For So, for the last two weeks in a row, you played a total of four minutes and, and won both the games 2-0. But it can't be that against some of these bigger teams. Nope. If, if, in fact, you want to find yourself going up the table and have a chance at that fourth place, you've got to beat the people in front of you. Yep. And that's something you have not been doing. Now, maybe it's different with uh, Emery. Versus um, the you know the last days of uh, banger, but I can't who, tell you the last knows? time we won six in a row in the league, right? Or no, I'm sorry, is that five in a row in the league? I apologize, five in a row in the league. 
and schedule's, then schedule's been favorable. No, I mean, that's favorable. true. Yeah, 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 that's true. I mean, true. your toughest match was, these was, games, was Everton at home. That was your toughest scheduled match at you home. You also have to look, um, going into the 75th, 80th minute, whatever it was, we were still nil-nil with Watford. That's a game we lose or draw last season. Right. You we won pulled it. it out. You won it. Yeah. We yeah. Put, somehow, we pulled it out. You didn't arsenal it exactly. like you normally yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. That's, and that's the point. So, it looks like the mentality's starting to change. Um, it looks like the whole front grouping is starting to gel and get together and figure out how to unlock defenses. And um, as long as we can defend well enough, I'll take 2-1 every game yeah. or 3-2 every game. That's fine with me. Right. It'd be a little stressful, but as long as we put the points on the board, I don't care. Um, um, now but it I... would be nice if we worked it out and, you know, would comfortably win things. I'd like that too. A lot more, be a lot less stressful. That's, <laughs> that's how we operated this <laughs> week. Um, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, uh, and now I know it's off of an injury, but did we just see a changing of the guard and keeper? Could be. Um, he showed at the beginning of the season, Unai Emery, the, the manager, showed at the beginning of the season um, with making substitutions at halftime. And, you know, if you play well, you keep your spot in the team. Yeah. You know, Ganduzi only lost his spot because Torreira played better. Right. But Ganduzi didn't put a foot wrong. Yeah. It wasn't his fault, but Torreira played better when he came on. We look more balanced. We look like we control things a little bit better. Offers better protection for that back line that's so fragile. Um, and Czech's going to be out for a few weeks. So if Leno plays well, you know, he as long as he's un, you know unemotional about it, he doesn't do, you know, oh, you're a senior pro, you're, you know, the captain of the club at the moment while Koscielny's out, you're, you know, or what have you. Because he's one of the six team captains we have or whatever. All right, that so. he spoke about in preseason. But um, it's possible, yeah, it's a possible changing of the guard. We'll, we'll see how he reacts to it because Petr Cech was playing better these last two or three games. Um, so Didn't look as shaky. Let's get into uh, the game you don't want to talk about. Um, Spurs 2, Hutterfield, Zippy, uh, Kane with the brace. He loves to get a penalty almost every week. It seems like he gets a penalty goal. Well, yeah, it, Danny Rose um, was dragged back. It was a penalty. He went down kind of theatrically, which is annoying, but it was a goal. Or I, I'm sorry, it was a penalty resulting in a goal for Harry Kane. Um, the cross from Trippier was brilliant. Great header. What are you going to do? But if there's no better show of Tottenham being tired, it was this game. Huddersfield actually had more possession and only one shot less. Yeah. If they were Pulling a little bit more plate. ruthless, yeah. If you look at, you know, say when in, when the North London Derby happens, right, which is is coming in December, and you have a forward line of Lacazette, of Aubameyang, of Ozil when he feels like running, mm-hmm. Mkhitaryan, you've got the winger, uh, the wingbacks getting down. Iwobi looked busy this past weekend. If they keep playing like this, they're going to pick that back line apart. Well, I wonder. Um, I, I I wonder in that situation. How I could see the North London Derby playing out would be Spurs take a early two 0 lead because your defense is a sieve, and <laughs> You're and right then and and then you know late on in the second half you end up drawing the match two two because they just run out of gas. That's yeah. literally how I see that that derby going. Yeah, I'm just and it doesn't matter if it's at Wembley or if it's at the Emirates. I think it's the same result in either match, yeah. and I think it happens the exact same way in both. I hear you. I'm just saying, in in general, as an example, with them being so tired, if you right. have somebody who's a little bit more ruthless, uh, ruthless, even us, who right. we're starting to find our shooting boots these last few weeks, um, it won't matter what we're doing at the back because they're so dead tired that Huddersfield Town had yeah. more possession yeah. than a Champions League team about to face Barcelona yeah. on, uh, I believe it's Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You should be embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for you. I'm also laughing at you more than you can possibly imagine. <laughs> so, Despite um, your 2 no win. Okay, so that already answers the question I'm going to ask, so I'm just going to say it, but I don't need you to answer it, which is, you know, is this team a contender? I tend to think they aren't. No. You clearly tend to think no. they aren't they're going to fall off. I, I, I think they're a fifth or sixth place team, yeah. to be honest with you. I yep. think they're they're going to. I think we will, we will replace them in the top four. And then and then I think it all gets blown up. I think all the players get sold and who Wouldn't knows what the hell they are. Yep. You know, I mean, and they'll Pochettino always. Pochettino might be going to Pastures New also. They'll, all, they'll always that be a top United ten. That job s- might be opening up. <laughs> they'll always be a top ten side, but I don't see them, you know, I, I, I see this season not really working out for them, and then I see it really hurting them as they start to lose people. Um, I agree real quick, with that. real quick about the uh, the the terriers. 
Um, they came out swinging again and then got sucker punched and found themselves behind in the game. This seems to be David Wagner's only play every single week, week in and week out. It's like, we're going to come out hustling. Then we're going to give up a goal. Damn it. We're screwed. <laughs> and, yeah. there's no and there's nobody that B. can score. There's like no plan B. Yeah. There's and nobody that can score either. It, if it if it wasn't for the special one, um, just being a complete toolbox, Wagner would be the first coach getting fired. He really would be. I don't have a ton of faith in Arsenal pushing for the title this year, with City and Liverpool being so strong and Chelsea uh, p- figuring out Sorry's system so quickly. Um, so the three horse race that I am most excited to watch is the three horse race between Neil Warnock, David Wagner. And Jose Mourinho for the first sack of the season. <laughs> that is, I love it. <laughs> that is who I'm excited to see. Oh uh, which God. one is going to get fired first? And that for me, because I hate Manchester United so much, would be like lifting a trophy. <laughs> if, if if he got canned before Neil Warnock. Yep, <laughs> love it. I I'd like. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing a um, situation like um um. We've gotten Jose fired a couple of times. We've also yeah. <laughs> gotten Man U coaches fired a couple of times. Oh, my God. I would love him to win this next week against uh, Newcastle and then have the international break and then come play us and, like, we stomp him at yeah. Trafford yeah. and he gets fired. That would make me so yeah, happy. Be brilliant. In this week's installment of Oh, So That Happened. Wolves beating Southampton 2-0. Leicester beating Newcastle 2-0. Burnley beating Cardiff 2-1. Bournemouth beating Palace 2-1. And my Toffees finally freaking scoring, beating Fulham 3-0. We could touch a little bit on the game, Sam, but I'd like to save a little more time for for Jose at the end as we talk about Man U later. This would be the perfect time to bring up an email. Uh, that okay. we got for Two Castle uh, that you just said. Yeah, I um, know exactly. Dude. So uh, our friend Russ uh, Russell Benson, a friend of the show, uh, says, "What will happen first this year? Big Sam getting through a show pronouncing every name correctly, or Jose Mourinho getting fired?" My answer is, um, "That's a perfect question, sir. Thank you for getting in touch. Uh, Jose Mourinho will be fired. He will get hired again, and then get fired." Once more before Big Sam gets a show correct. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I mean, I mean, how does it feel with me carrying you every episode, me driving the bus, and all you got to do is just sit back and be charming? I'm I, the one that gives you everything. You really need to. Uh, I'm the color guy. That high you, horse I'm, the, I'm the color guy. You're the host. What and do you want from me? Like seriously, hashtag it, talent. My my fault for putting down a bunch of four two score games and two castle came out. Two castle. <laughs> you know? Oh, and thanks to your boys for screwing up the perfect ten at uh, ten a.m. two nillers. Oh yeah, all two nils, and then Gilfie and gets then Gilfie one more. gets that one at the end. That's and he right, tried to screw son. it up by missing a penalty as well. That's right, son. <laughs> um. So, I mean, honestly, a lot of this is kind of what we expected. Um, and I will, one thing I wanted to mention about Leicester Newcastle, um, uh, just uh, uh, Perez. Uh, Iozzi. Perez. Iozzi Perez. Yep. Grabbing Harry Maguire, pulling him towards him, <laughs> and then diving. Falling down, <laughs> and then throwing his arms in the air as if they. If ever there was a candidate to just have the ref walk up and go, no moron, and hand him a yellow. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Right? It was yeah. so bad. Oh my you God, fell it was over so bad. trying to bring him down because he's such a beast of a man. That's right. not a penalty. <laughs> it was you so idiot. terrible. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'll speak a little bit to the Everton match in a second, but I kind of want to look at the the greater whole as the season starts to unfold. You know, We're already kind of at that like you know quarter-ish mark already yeah. of games. I think it's pretty safe to say Cardiff and Huddersfield are going to be the bottom two. And they're really, really bad. No, hold on. We're nowhere near the quarter mark. Okay, well, There's just... only seven games in. Seven P- times four is 28. There's P- 38 games PG in County, season. PG County Mouth. Sorry. Okay, we're, we're approaching the quarter mark. Okay, settle down. So what I was getting to is I think Huddersfield and Cardiff are going to be the bottom two teams. And I think yeah, it's pretty sure. safe to say. Absolutely. But... Um, spot number 18, there's a lot of openings and mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that, that apparently really want to go down, want to yeah. go down. It, like, I like, for me, it's like, 
Southampton's doing nothing particularly right. No. Um, Newcastle, as much as Rafa's trying to keep everything together, that club is in shambles right now. They only like, mustered one shot on target at home against a team that should be in the same sort of realm of the precisely. Table. And um, it's just not. It's not good enough. And and Palace, it can't be one guy. It can't keep being. He's going to need some help. Yeah, right. He's absolutely going to need. And they can't keep being the hard luck losers. Great, you'll be the 18th place team that goes down with a bunch of hard luck losses, and we'll go. Man, they should have won more, but it wouldn't change anything. Right. And 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 to the Southampton point, they've hedged their bets on two players who are very talented in Danny Ings and Charlie Alston, but neither of them are proven to stay fit for the last four or five years. So if they go down, who's scoring the goals? And, and you can't stay up if you don't score a goal. And Fulham, despite the res- the, the uh, result this weekend, and I think they're not going to have a decent result when they go play you, I think they're going to lose that match as well. So do I. But I think they're safe, but currently they're the closest ones to their second, yeah, They're in trouble right, right now, now, too. They're in trouble right now, too. You're absolutely right about that. Um, so, uh, I mean, who of, of this bunch of teams, who do you really think's in trouble? Who do you think is uh, going to be able to escape? That's a tough one. Um at this point, with the level of performance that they've been putting in, I would have to say Newcastle and Southampton are going to be battling it out, and goal difference may come into play uh, for that position. I just I don't see where the goals are coming from. Rondon looks a shell of the player we saw at West Brom, and he wasn't really scoring goals there either. In his first couple of matches, he was really good. He played good. really well. I, really I don't well. know what's happening. I don't know that they can figure the defense out You know enough that they could pull a Burnley and win a few one-nillers or do something like that, but I just don't see it. Iosi Perez, uh, it looks their biggest threat, and Matt Ritchie, they both got subbed off at the weekend. Yeah. So I don't know if Rafa trusts them. I don't know what, you know, they look the brightest spots. So I don't know what, what they're doing up there. I don't know if he's trying to prove a point to Mike Ashley, the owner. I don't know if he's trying to just figure out what the best, you know, situation is and who's giving him something in training that he's going to throw on and show some faith in. It's just that nothing is hitting up there right now. You, you touched on it a little. Mike Ashley, it's this cloud that hangs over St. James Park. And he says he wants to sell, but Mike Ashley wants to make 10 times return on investment. And it's like... But he hasn't invested in the club enough. Oh, um, per- precisely. Part, the other problem I, I just heard on another show that I listened to, uh, uh, that... The training facilities are in desperate need of renovations. The stadium is in desperate need of renovations. So you're trying to buy the, you want to buy the club, right? He wants to make, you know, at least fifty percent return or, or what have you, whatever right. his number is. I think last I heard, I think his number is either three hundred or four hundred million uh, for the club. But then you're going to have to step up with another two hundred million to make renovations to your facilities. So now yeah. you're in for $500 million before you spent on a single player. Precisely. For a team that may get relegated. Yeah. It's That's, not going to happen. It's not – nobody, nobody – I don't know any crackhead crazy enough to try to buy that club right now. Right. I mean, well, the only person that's ever invested into a club and spent that kind of money was um, Abramovich with, with Chelsea. With Chelsea, yeah. You know, but then he, he inherited a top-tier club that yep. was already winning when he – took them over, and then spent the half a trillion dollars. Yep. Um, touch on the Everton game real quick. Um, I was I, – I had texted you at the start of the game. I was nervous as hell that um, that Calvin Lewin was starting the match, and I told you, I was like, it should be Tosin. It should totally be Tosin. And finally, he comes on as a sub, and he finally gets a goal. He peeled you off know? the defender well. His movement was brilliant, and um, – I don't know who who provided the cross. You know exactly who provided the cross. Oh, it was Theo. That's right. Yeah, it was right. Theo. Yeah. And and not just the ball that Theo put across. The ball that Lucas Dinge put down the line to Theo running on. I mean, that was just a beautifully put together play. It, yep. And and it's a shame. It, I know it's a striker, and a striker is judged on goals. I've just felt that Tosin's doing everything right. I'm glad to see him get one. Because now that just makes you go. It makes it easy for Silva. I'm yeah. I'm Tosin starting. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm I'm with you on that. Um, strikers are at the end of the day judged on goals, but we've spoken to it before. Somebody you know with France at the World Cup and with Chelsea so far this season hasn't really you know been hitting. But Olivier Giroud 
does that hard work. He's that link-up man. His his link-up play is brilliant. He holds the ball up well. He provides a bit of relief for the defense, allows the midfield to come forward and join in the attack. He's a good player, and Cenk Tosin deserves to play on those attributes alone. Yeah. I know you don't like him because he uh, is a Liverpool legend, but same type of thing M.O. Heskey used to do. Mm-hmm. Just a great hold-up man, and Michael Owen used to run off of him. Well, that's exactly what Theo Walcott should be doing, or... Um, Richarlison Cal- or Calvert-Lewin or or Gilfie or, or um, who's the other kid you have on the side that's fat Lookman. not kid uh, Lookman yeah. but then there's uh, the guy you got from Crystal Palace years ago oh um, he's not there oh he left uh, Yannick Balassi's on loan he's at Middlesbrough um, oh, he shoved him down the championship, did you? Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, he just wasn't being that's, a team player. But, but but you've got um like Bernard is is a great fast, speedy player as well. And yeah, and if it, you want second goal for uh, he for looks like a stunt Gilfie. double for one of the guys in train spotting. Yes, he looks does. like a druggy little just. He's a Brazilian, <laughs> yeah, but he looks emo like one of the guys dude. from train spotting. Definitely, <laughs> this emo little dude, very pale. His hair's kind of like. Pitch black and over his forehead a bit, maybe covers one eye. He's got loads of tattoos and just look like as soon as he's done, he's wrapping his bootlaces around his arm and tossing a needle in there. That's, that's <laughs> so, terrible. So uh, um, the Gilfy Gilfy misses a PK and then um, turns around with that first goal. And oh. as good as Sterling's was, Sterling's was in the Gilfy. No, Sturridge. 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, Sturridge's yeah. was in the air. And, but Gilfie's was this just right on the ground, not even an inch off the ground, just literally a I, roller was from outside the 18, curves it around defenders and just on the inside of the post. I mean, it was a brilliant, brilliant goal. It was fantastic. Um, uh, Melissa, I just want to say to you quickly, he said the names, both names correctly. He just mixed up the players. That's why yeah. I didn't get on him about it, really. Uh, but they, they were both pronounced correctly, just the wrong person. Uh, the, anyway, the that shot. He's, he's a gobshite. <laughs> I don't care. The, that, um, that shot was, it was fantastic. And it was a, a, rush, a rush job as well. Uh, it's not like Sturridge sat, picked his spot. Uh, this is what I'm going to do. Set it out, teed it up for himself, and banged it in. Um, Gilfie... <laughs> Running onto it, trying to beat another player to it, and pulled that out was fantastic. Yeah, um, just completely wrong foot of the goalkeeper. I think he saw it very late. Yeah, wasn't moving terribly fast. No, um, but there was a crowd of players in front of him, and he and, somehow uh, just managed to just, like to like round all of them. Putt. It yeah. was just it curved around oh, everything, yeah. and just it was like that Jack right Nicholas hundred foot putt they uh, the uh, senior open yeah, charity just, thing they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was brilliant. Dink. It was I mean, absolutely it was brilliant. Amazing. And Sammy, now it's time to talk about Jose Mourinho. West Ham 3, Manchester United 1. I'm a moron. You can go ahead and isolate that. I thought it was a bump in the road. They lose to Derby County, a team an entire league below them in the Caribou Cup and get eliminated on penalties. And then they go out and they get hammered by the hammers. I know we're going to spend the bulk of the time talking about him. And frankly, it's not what we should talk about, but it's what you kind of want to talk about because he's just a train wreck. Let's give credit to the hammers first and foremost. They won the game. They, They took the game. Don't blame United Shackles. Don't blame Calls. They took the game to Manchester United, and they flat out beat them. Uh, little programming note. Last week I said Joe Hart, um, but that's the Burnley keeper. He yep. was the goalkeeper for West Ham last year. Yep. So I have to eat a little crow yet again because apparently I'm completely <laughs> wrong when it comes to talking about football. <laughs> Lucas Fabianski, three shutouts in a row. Three in a row. Well, that's not a shutout. They scored a goal. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Two in a row, and Jesus. then gave us that goal. This is why I'm the color knowledge guy, and you're the host. <laughs> this is why we do this. And then I'm you get here, on, and then you get on me. my soul, <laughs> talking about all the wrong I have done. And all, and all I'm trying to do, do is, is kick you while you're down. While I'm yeah, down. because yeah. that's what I do best. <laughs> you effing bastard! <laughs> I'd like to talk shit, just like a stupid gooner. Oh, <laughs> I just oh my. 
Uh, All right, so first and, first and foremost, Felipe Anderson is a fantastic little flick. Oh. That's brilliant. For his first goal for West Ham is awesome. A lot and of great goals that would have been. That's the only one, in my opinion, that's not on everyone else at the club. Right. That's the goal that West Ham deserved. Good football down the right side. Zavaleta put in a great cross. Felipe and- uh, Anderson got across his defender. Great little flick to tuck it away past De Gea. Completely wrong-footed him. Brilliant goal. All right. Time out, everybody. If you haven't noticed it yet, whenever Sam has a few drinks and starts talking about football, he suddenly thinks he's English, maybe <laughs> sometimes Scottish, maybe sometimes Irish. You can never tell because it's some hodgepodge mutant version of all three. So um, whenever you hear it, that's, it, that's Sam thinking he's fancy. That's Sam starting to get a little drunk yeah, is heard. what that is. That's all that it is. Anyway, um. United were completely at sixes and sevens for most of the match defensively. Uh, it was a bit ridiculous, and I don't like them, and I am enjoying this. I, I'm loving every moment of watching them fall from grace. However, the purest football fan inside me, just in general, is a little sad watching them flounder at the moment. It's ah, So I was talking with um, um, one of our uh, followers and friends, uh, Ray, who um, was messaging me during the game. And he was like, please, 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 something has to be done with Mourinho. He has to go. I was like... I completely agree with him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's getting ridiculous. This is a laughingstock. You know, um, it's horrendous what he's doing for a historic club. And how the executives still continue to support him is ridiculous. I think the executives need to go as well. That's, he says, does Woodward need to go as well? Everyone from Mourinho up should be fired and completely replaced. And, and while, uh, while Ray, I did take comfort in your misery and kind of enjoyed it a little, I did actually very much appreciate the interaction during the games. Um, in fact, I, uh, I implore all of you, any game that's going on, you could do it on Twitter. In this case, he did it on Facebook. You know, send us messages because Sam's on his phone. I'm on my phone. We're answering. And we would yep. love to talk football with people other than just him and myself because he already knows what I'm going to say and I already know what he's going to say. Truth. So I'd like to hear like to hear a few other people. I, really simple. Pogba's taking jabs at Mourinho constantly in the press, right? Constantly about how we yep. need to be a more attacking team. Lukaku flat out looks uninspired. He I doesn't believe even he care. only sprinted four times. He doesn't care. He's just standing up there just going. Because uh, what's the well, point? You have 500,000 pound a week. Alexis Sanchez doesn't even make the squad. And that was so my how third, can you, how can you even third say, point. <laughs> how can you even say that you're putting out, you're trying to put out your best team? Yeah. It's yes. ridiculous. You, you have Alexis Sanchez, it, who's, one of the, who's one of the top 10 players in the world, and he doesn't even make your bench. Let me tell and, then, you and then all Mourinho can come out and do in the post presser is go, you know, first goal was offsides, third goal was uh, was a foul that was missed. If like, like all he can do is blame everything. Shows else. the problem. Yeah, you're reaching on that. It shows the problems. The other thing is, just look at the schoolboy defending. Yarmolenko, one of the most left footed players in the league, picks up the ball with three United players in front of him. I wonder what foot he wants it on. He. D- <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even attempt to bring it to his right foot. That's not true. He brought it to his right and immediately tapped it back left. As if, ooh, faked you out. Brought it to my right once. No, you didn't. You gave, you gave a little tap, and then you moved again to your left. Then you rolled it to your left, and you did it again. And then you were given enough space to get a shot away that, I don't know what this little dive Lindelof did, but he did kind of just in the uh, try to get in the way, and it caroons off his chest right in the back of the net. Yeah. We have played... Against uh, a player who is quite left-footed as well, faster than I am, uh, uh, probably more skilled than I am, but he is only left-footed. He will not touch the ball with his right foot, right? And every time he gets the ball, that that when I play against him in our adult league, very simple. I stand on his left shoulder, and I don't move. He can't go through me, because... He'll get hacked down. It's either the ball or the man, never both. Right? I stand on his left shoulder, and then what does he do? Runs out of options, plays it against my leg or off me somehow, and it either gets cleared or out for a throw-in, and we can recover and and reset. This is Manchester effing United. We established that last week. We know exactly who the hell they are. What are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? These are basic 
basic mistakes you should have learned at U11, U12, U13. Um, so when does it happen? Does it, I mean, because it's not. It's at this the, rate, when you beat them. I mean, I, I, because I, I can't help but think they're going to somehow beat Newcastle because Newcastle is just in shambles. But I it just, eh. I mean, it's bad. And, and I thought it, that the worst I had ever seen of Mourinho was that third year at Chelsea where everything imploded and Chelsea was sitting in 17th place. They may not be at as bad of a spot on the table as Chelsea was at that point period they of time. They will be soon enough. But, the, I mean, it is. Did you it's see? It's god awful. Did you see legs gone Mark Noble? Yeah. Waltz right through midfield. A very basic run from Marko Anatovic. A simple through ball. Mm-hmm. And nobody even tried to recover. No, Sam, you don't understand. There was a foul, and that's why that goal nobody, happened. Nobody no, even no, tried no, no, to no, recover. No, 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 Sam, Sam. He's won three titles. You, Listen, you Jose. Respect. No you respect. Have respect. No respect. Respect. And, I respect and there was teams. A foul. I respect teams that are in the top ten. Uh, he's doing Bush League. He is doing Bush League about to get relegated freaking manager kind of speak I, blaming everything on everyone else but himself the question is is how much is he going to destroy this team in the process like I know. how much i mean is he just going to completely shred alexis sanchez's um uh confidence is he going to destroy luke shaw is he going to all four luke of Shaw's his been their best player <laughs> all, four, all four of his center of his uh center backs i mean he loves taking jabs at them what did he oh, say i we... knew we were going yeah. to lose when the penalties got to, to Phil Jones and Eric Bailly. Yeah, I knew we were going to lose. <laughs> You're playing a goddamn team from the championship. Like a mid-table team from the championship. Okay, you know what? I'll give you a little bit of credit. It's Frank Lampard coaching that team, so it's an old Chelsea guy. So maybe he it had a little, a little extra, extra um, yeah, yeah. To, to, to take it to. But, I mean, seriously. Seriously. You're going to play the victim? Yeah, you like to take credit for all the great things you've done, and hell, you've been a good manager. But this, I mean, this almost feels like red skinny, red skinny, um, George Gibbs, like someone who just passed the game has passed him by. Hey, it's Melissa, just, that would be Joe Gibbs. He's talking about. I'm sorry, yeah, Joe Gibbs. My, just don't mind me. I don't know who George is. I'm fired up. Settle down. His younger brother that maybe watched the games from the pub. Oh, you're. I know this show is off the cuff. An F-bomb. I know this show is off the cuff a lot. And um we have our notes here, you know, to kind of spur us along in the conversation. I want to read you the last line that I wrote here. Um They don't look motivated. They look like they're being held captive. Lukaku only made about four sprints. They're gonna find themselves in a world of hurt if they don't start to gel, and I think Mourinho should be fired. It's ridiculous. Ed Woodward should go, Mourinho should go. This is pathetic. Yeah, it. This is pathetic. Um, is it Zidane? It have to be. There's nobody else available for yeah. for a job of that size. There's nobody else available, and for the success that he had at Real Madrid, this is the only place he can go. Do you want to give? Zidane, He's not. Do gonna, you want to give Zidane this team in the middle of a season? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I absolutely would. Okay, somebody that understands the attacking side of the game, the creative uh, uh, element that goes into it, the the want and need that you know. Players you hear would it all respond the time. to him right Want away. That's ex- for darn sure. Wanting to express yourself. Yeah. yeah. He's the perfect person to put an arm around a player. A legend of the game. In the conversation of one of the greatest that ever lived. I love him to death. I. They won three Champions Leagues in a row at Real Madrid. You know, unless him. you talk about his sister and then he headbutts you. <laughs> all right. It's time to show you what little we know, including uh, me knowing historic Redskins coaches, because apparently I don't know that either. Historic Redskins coaches, second cousins, twice removed. (laughs) Exactly. It is prediction time. So, uh, Sammy, had yourself a good week. You went eight and two. Um, I still winning money constantly. Just remember, people, if you bet with me, you constantly win. (laughs) I went uh, six and four, including picking. You picked one game correctly. I picked two games correctly. But so, I won the the week, so that yes. tiebreaker doesn't matter. So, regrettably, um, we are both at thirty one and nineteen. But just remember, as I Houston, said, Houston gives you big nine and one weeks where you I can said, go out and eat steak dinners. <laughs> Sam gives you like McDonald's weeks every week. As I said, it's a long season, 
and then little pity patty footsteps you heard a couple weeks ago have caught up with you, and it's the thuds of Sasquatch, my friend. Oh, don't worry, Sammy. It's going to be just like golf. I'm going to pass you by on the uh, 16th <laughs> hole, and you're going to be bitter. And no, I've been doing my projections sober lately, so I've been doing pretty good. Weird. All right, so we've got a <laughs> oh, little... Oh, and by the way, I yeah. want to say something to you. Okay. Don't bet with him. I've sat at a letter ride table with you, and it's not a good sight. <laughs> It is literally it, the human version of a salmon flopping on the deck of a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Struggling not... to take his last breath. You know what? Cards <laughs> cards aren't my strong suit, but you know, gaming, you know, you know, doing 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 uh you know, sports books, I'm good at. I got sports books. <laughs> God, I can't, you know what? Sports books, <laughs> On some of the shows, sports books cannot come soon enough so that you and I can actually start putting down real money. Like, well, I'm ready it. to go. Oh, I wanted God, to take great. you. I wanted to take you to Delaware last weekend. You didn't want to go. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's make a day of it. Let's hey, go up. We'll do, hey, we'll do Apple, the second half. I was, of the 10 I was mourning. The, I was mourning the passing of my mother last weekend, Jack. And I was trying to allow <laughs> you to exonerate that <laughs> with some professional betting. No, instead, instead, remove. I did that. That means remove. Instead, instead, my friend, stop paying attention to the producer. <laughs> I'm here, right here. Stop looking at her. I was going to let you know. Instead. I chose to mourn by drinking 30 beers and a bottle of whiskey. That's and fine. you just need to deal with that. That's the way to go. That's the way to go. All righty. So we got some uh, Friday Night Lights this week. Hey, come on. Um, you know, Too bad it's these two teams. Uh, you know what? No. I got to tell you. I think that's – I mean, they're not necessarily the best of teams. I mean, we have the big – the big one, obviously, is, really, is, uh, is Manchester of, City versus Liverpool. But, like, there are a teams couple of – similar standards. There's yeah. a couple of great matchups. And I think, you know – Brighton's played well, and let's face it, Brighton has gotten Liverpool, City, United, and Spurs out of the way already. Like they, yep. they've gotten a lot of the yeah, big they'll clubs start to out shoot up the, the table, I think. Right, I'm with and you. and then West Ham, Owen four, looking at the barrel of Everton, Chelsea, and United, and they get seven points in those three those matches. Games, yeah. Like so Pellegrini's talking, starting to work his magic. I, I think you're. I think you're talking about two teams that are like you know they're like teams, and I think yep. this is going to be a really fun match to watch. Personally, I've got it at a two-two draw. I think there's going to be goals in this one. I've got two-one to West Ham. I think they continue their ways. Uh, I think Brighton gets a little bit overrun. Confidence hurt a little bit after City, even though they would have expected to lose. I think West Ham has too much lately. I got to tell you, Brighton at home is the difference for me. That's that's why I say it. I, I I hear you, but I I just think West Ham's got the confidence from those seven points you just spoke about. I think that's huge. So uh, Saturday, let's talk about the early game. Let's not. There is no early game. We get to sleep in, Sammy. There's only midday games. Yay! I don't think that's true. No, we've got Burnley to uh, host Huddersfield at ten o'clock and. And uh, all the other matches are at ten. Nothing at seven thirty. There now. Uh, there is on right. Sunday. I'm sorry, we're on Sunday. Yep. I knew Saturday. I saw something. We're on Saturday. Sunday. No early game. So, uh, uh, boys. I knew and, I was pissed off about boy, something. Boys and girls, Friday night, go deep, drink heavy. You got a little extra time to be hungover <laughs> in the right. morning. Um, so Saturday midday games. We have a uh, Burnley to host Huddersfield. One nothing to the Clarets. There's not much more to say. I've got two one. Okay. I've got two one. And you, you are. Know why you actually I think it? Huddersfield's going to score goals? Maybe. Okay. Burnley's looked a little shaky still, but throwing a tear with six goals in two games. Mm. Come on. So <laughs> I got it. This is brilliant. Yet I got uh, Burnley at the double. So there's a couple of great ten o'clock matches, um, and the next one is definitely one of those. Yep. Wolves travel to Palace. That ought to be a really fun, I think there's goals really in this one. open game. Yeah. I've got two to one to the Wolves just because I'm pretty convinced. Palace are hard luck losers right now. I've got three two to Wolves. Yep. Yep. Um, and then another great game, and I, I, again, it's these are going to be the two teams that are seventh and eighth place, but they're two very like minded teams, and I think this is going to be a really great match. Uh, Everton heads on the road to the King Power to face the Foxes. Um, you know they've both had losses, but they both not had to score goals, and I think they're both pretty attacking forward wise. I, I'm going to take two to one to the Toffees, even though they typically don't do well at the King Power. I'm going to do the same thing, but opposite two one to Leicester. Very, you know, I and I wouldn't be surprised if that was the scoreline. Yep. And Jamie F and Vardy to get on the score sheet. <laughs> Jamie F and Vardy. <laughs> um, Always nice to get a mensch. 
So, uh, this is simple. Uh, Spurs to host Cardiff, 3 nothing, Easy win I for Spurs. Three same thing. Yeah, very simple. Um, and yet again, another great match at 10 o'clock. Yep. Watford to host the Cherries. Now, Bournemouth doesn't perform well on the road, but they're still a pretty fun at attacking team. Uh, yeah, so, they never break from that. Right. Bournemouth. They still try to go forward, which is part of, partly to their detriment, yeah. you know, away from home. So, I got um, I got 2-1 to one to Watford. So do I. Yeah. All righty. So, Saturday, the late game. Manchester United to host Newcastle. Now, this is exactly the team that United wanted to face this weekend. More so than Cardiff, more so than Huddersfield. This is because those teams would have thought they had hope. Like, oh, if ever there was a chance. Newcastle doesn't look like they can figure it out. Newcastle is in trouble. And at Old Trafford. At Old Trafford as well. This is going to be 1-0 to United. I've got the exact same scoreline. I would recommend everybody turn on a college football game and not watch this match. Because it's not. It's going to be gritty. It's It's just. Yep. And Mourinho's going to make it all about himself when they win and not about the club. And it's just, it's going to be a goddamn waste. Yep. All right. So, leading into Sunday, we actually have a early, slightly less early, and a Sunday game later. Now you got to take off drinking Saturday night so you can wake up and watch a proper football team play. Oh, what? The stupid Gooners? Oh, yeah. Well, all night's. God, I'd like you to lose. I really want you to lose just so you have to do a shot of my lord. You're not. We won't. I, I've it's, so we have a London derby with uh, with Fulham, and I think it's an easy three to one win to you. I, I do think you give also. up. I think you give up a stupid goal. So do I, to, especially to Mitro. Oh yeah, Mitro but, um, gets a stupid goal. So I've got three one also. Um, Mitro gets are, a header the way, in the middle of the box, yeah, wide open, wide open for no reason. Uh, with that being said, I do want to point out um, this is the oldest London derby on the books, as the two te- these two teams were the first two teams to turn professional. Mm-hmm. Fulham being the oldest football club in London, period. Yep. Arsenal being the first to turn professional. Fulham then following them a few months later uh, in in terms of turning professional um, as well. Uh, so this is the oldest game, uh, essentially, in London that you'd be able to find. It's. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be a fun game to watch. And it's because, a, the, the very intimate Craven Cottage, which is always a brilliant atmosphere. Oh, it's such a cool stadium. Yeah. That's that's one that if um, if you and, I, you and I ever went over to uh, England together, if Everton or Arsenal was playing a match in the, at, at Fulham, the cottage, yeah, oh, I'd I would love totally, to go. Absolutely. I would totally go to the cottage. It just I'd looks love, like it'd be a great That place. selfie with the Michael Jackson statue would be brilliant. Yeah. I'd, that. That, I'd that buy a full and um, just, just a that. complete random one because they're completely out of the league. But if we were in London for a weekend, we got to go to Orient. Yeah. Oh my God, you'd Come have to go to Leighton Orient and Come see on, a match there. <laughs> just get blackout drunk, do some good proper day drinking. <laughs> I'm in for that. All right. So the uh, the slightly less early game, um, which would be 9:30 Eastern Standard Time for us, sees uh, Southampton. Yeah. Southampton holding, uh, <laughs> hosting um, Chelsea. Um, again, very easy. Chelsea, 3-0. Convincing. Walk right over them. I got 2-0. Very unassuming. Same thing. Um, but two instead of three. All right. And then the final one. Big, 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 big match. We have finally the uh, the two quote-unquote teams that will be vying for the title to face each other for the first time with Manchester City traveling to the city of Liverpool, which, by the way, guys, not a very hard trek for them. It's a half an hour away. And uh, to face Liverpool. And six, I believe, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Liverpool um, at Anfield. Sammy, I don't think Liverpool's ready for this match. And I think that City's offense is too much. And I think it will overwhelm the young defense. And this isn't just a toffee speaking and wanting to see the demise. I honestly see a two to one victory to City in a game that could have been three or four to one. Even I, I really see an onslaught coming because City has had one thing to think about: this losing match. three out of four to yeah. this team, and seeing Klopp be all happy about it and jumping up and down on the sidelines every time they scored. I think City remembers all of that, and City is going to hand a thumping. To Liverpool, as we spoke about with uh, Tottenham Liverpool and with uh, Chelsea Liverpool this past weekend uh, over uh, previous weeks, um, and tonight, players like this raise their game for matches like this at home with the cops screaming, 
with still some defensive frailties. I mean, again, besides us, City haven't really had a test yet. Um, and we weren't really much of a test on that opening day of the season, uh, to be honest with you. New manager, new tactics, blah, 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 blah. We, um, I think there's goals in this game because everybody likes to go forward. Uh, everybody enjoys going forward. Everybody enjoys counterattacking. I think there's a lot of goals in this game. I've got 3-2 to two, Liverpool with the support of the cop behind them. The whole you'll never walk alone. I... And last season, they dominated City. And the only reason City won the one game they had was because Mane was sent off. Ten men for a majority of the match. Right. You can't really count that as a proper result. I, I see Klopp having Guardiola's number. And I see, you know, that full front uh, front three coming, coming, you know, coming good this week. Yeah. So, for the most part, you and I pretty much agreed on everything but this match for the most part, didn't we? Mostly you said 2-1, right? Yeah. Um, there's, yeah, we got some scores, scores different, but, but for the most part, every yeah, single winner across the board, except for Leicester and Leicester, uh, Everton City and Liverpool and City Liverpool. Yeah. Everything else we agreed on. All right, cool. Not going to be a lot of movement this week. So in the latest edition of I'm too old for this shit, we're going to talk about Drunkard United. And I was not there because I am too old for the shit and just needed to rest. Took um, the wind out of my sails. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. I was, you know, I was on vacation last week. Um, you know, just staycation. I had, my wife was working. My child was in school, so I didn't go anywhere. And uh, I was helping Sam uh, in his 30 beers and bottle of whiskey bereavement. Um, and uh, I just didn't feel up to it, so I didn't go. <laughs> But apparently we which, were shite. <laughs> which which is funny because that was that was the entire squad. Um, I'd like to say this was a Drunker United game, but um, there were four members and you need six to start the on the pitch. <laughs> and we had um, four people sub in. So we weren't re- – it wasn't really Drunker United. Um, the, the goalkeeper did lose his mind. He did practically have an aneurysm. Um, we were not ourselves and yet still managed to score six goals on them. So, which was fun because, you know, you listen to that guy run his mouth constantly and you're like, asshat, you give up six goals a match. Like, yeah, as an indoor goalie, you give up like three goals means you did your job. You did well. The minute you give up that fourth goal, you got to start looking at yourself. Yep. And, and he gave up six goals and still hooting and hollering he even does he does goddamn rick flair woos i am sorry did you see rick that? flair is an american goddamn treasure and there is only so <laughs> many people that could do a woo and you better do a woo for a real damn reason did you see and that, that guy did a woo because he patted a ball away again doesn't catch anything did you see that video going around this past week of uh, another wrestler standing with a microphone Doing by the woo, entrance, woo, yeah, woo, woo, and it, woo, the woo. caption was um, two dogs two, in the backyard yeah, when, parking when, each No, other. yeah, when your dog sees another dog walk by on the street, going as woo 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 woo, woo, woo. that's pretty good. <laughs> Those were amazing. quite feminine woos, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, you get the point. Woo! I'm not doing that. I am. I am. I'm not a big wrestling fan, but I am a Neither complete Ric Flair mark. Yeah. Love the Nature Boy. Dude's a legend. So uh, we lost nine to six. Um, instead of doing our normal bit of a three or nothing, we lost six to nine. Yeah. Hey, hey, Here woo, we go. woo, <laughs> styling and profiling. All right, the whiskey. Luger! <laughs> the whiskey is kicking in. I gotta lump that aisle. You wanna <laughs> ride Space Mountain? No. No, I'm just I don't want I'm doing my best Ric Flair. I don't want to very poorly, but I'm doing my best Ric Flair. Listen, I'm not familiar with 80s Ric Flair, okay? I guarantee I was, you. I, I was just a wee lad at that point. It. <laughs> I was just a wee lad at that point. Um instead of doing our normal uh 3 nothing, we're going to spot you a 3 nothing lead bit. We did our we're going to spot you a 4 nothing lead bit. So, yeah. Not and then great, lost nine to six. It's we're we're out of the playoffs. It doesn't matter. What I'll be back this week to shore up the defense. We're no just, problem. You know, we want to get we want to get wins three and four, and you know, and you know, my uh, age. What are you going to do? The legs have gone for the most part. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to trying to keep fit. Oh, um, 
Went a, so went a little. I'll well tell you what. We <laughs> we went we went a little longer than we wanted to. We wanted to keep it under an hour, but honestly, uh, the topics were good, so we kept on running our mouths. And uh, you know, hey, you know what? And drink too bloody much. Exactly. <laughs> Bourbon's good. I like this bourbon. bourbon. Is very good too. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. going down way too easy. At a hundred proof, you're absolutely right. It's way too easy for a hundred proof. So uh, thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. Sammy, parting words. Yeah, I do. Um, make sure you like, subscribe, all of our socials uh, and the pod itself. We're available again on Stitcher, excuse me, Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. Uh, make sure you find us. We also have a couple of international listeners. I was which say is, we've gone international, yeah, baby. Which is uh, both humbling and scary as shit. Uh, because one of those listeners is in Iran. Um, one of those is in Australia, one in Ireland, two in the UK, three in Canada, and we appreciate your support. Um, we appreciate all of the the getting in touch, the likes on all of our posts, and um, we'd love you to slide into our DMs and uh, you know get in touch. Shoot us an email. It'd be good to hear from everybody. Um, I've got Google Translate on my phone, so if you don't speak English, not a problem. Just let us know what's going on. I would also like to wish a very happy birthday. To an Arsenal legend, uh, Olivier Giroud, uh, who now plays for Chelsea. But Leonidas, you sexy beast, I appreciate everything you did for us, especially the scorpion kick at Palace. We'll forever live long in the memory. Happy birthday, mate. Hope you have a good one. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, for Sam Graham, this is Sam Houston. I love Giroud. Tag us this weekend. He's so hot. Hashtag day drinking. In all of your endeavors this weekend on social media platforms, we would love to see your daytime debauchery. It would mean more than anything to us. And uh, seeing my my child succeed in life would be really good, too. (laughs) Uh, She thinks my team's poop, so I'm starting to lose faith in her. (laughs) Oh, by the way, I did want to mention that, too. Sorry that my parting remarks are... Reinstated. He's just going to keep going, people. I you do not appreciate you like all making machine. my child betray me into a Liverpool promo. She did it on her own. <laughs> she walked into this room and went, I like Liverpool. She told me straight away that you all gave her candy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sam, Sam, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Your child will lie to you. <laughs> That's what they will do. Not mine. I lied, I lied to my parents. <laughs> not mine. Our producer lied to her parents. You've lied to your parents. On occasion. Your child is lying <laughs> to you. Uh, anyway, cheers for that. It was a, it was very cute, that promo. It was very cute. Well, hey, we want more of them. All right, everybody. Thanks so much, man. It's been a great time. Cheers, great guys. Night. Good night. One, two, three. Two. My baby don't mess around because she loves me so and I know for sure. Fantastic. I think we found our egg. <laughs> I think you could delete that original egg.